Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hi, I'm Christopher Lewis, and welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast, where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between, and always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. As you can see, I have my guest and co-host tonight, the lovely Jamie Villamore. Welcome to coming to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad so you're excited. Here. Very exciting. So Jamie, by the way, is an international model who's graced the covers of magazines worldwide, She's an entrepreneur, successful entrepreneur, that has many successful businesses, and I guess I could say you're a mom. I am. All right, I like that. As well as an international, and I repeat, an international (laughs) traveling gun competitor. That's pretty amazing. You got a pretty amazing resume. I mean, I like love life. Okay. Yeah. All right, I like this. Nothing's off limits, right? No, nothing is (laughs) off limits, and this is what we're getting at today. So I have her on the show today as my, and thank you for being here, by the way, as my gracious and lovely co-host today. And I just want to say that, you know, not only are you beautiful, which is, you know, you're stunning, but you're also a Leo, which is fucking amazing. Are you a Leo? Your birthday's like, I think, a day before mine. When is yours? August 2nd. Oh my gosh, mine's August 1st. Yes, see, there we go. All right, so... Leo's at heart. This is why she's so fucking amazing, guys. And not only that, and I want to just say, you know, like you have this thing where, you know, your success and your passion, you're driven and all these facets like end up in circle into your life, which I think makes you more amazing and more astounding in general, just because of how you push and push the boundaries all the time. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's definitely always a work in progress, okay. but I literally love what I do. So I think it makes it easy well, and, and it flows and it has to be if you don't really love what you do why do we do it right yeah yeah all right so we're going to jump into the topic at hand is one of the reasons why i have you here which i'm grateful for you being here is the fact mm-hmm. that we are going to talk about and like quote this topic because you know me and my guys and my episode topic names this one is called life as a seesaw the work-life balance about learning how to balance work and life stuff so and you with your running around and traveling and being having a you know being a mom and a successful entrepreneur i mean we got to talk about how you balance all this and maybe you can give some tips to people out there on how sure. to do all this so yeah. so i'm going to start off by first of all saying um how's the modeling business for you how's modeling that? is is amazing i think um a lot of people slowed down with the pandemic right. and um i ended up speeding up so um, fortunately for me, there were, there were a lot of girls that weren't willing to travel during okay. that time and I was all over it. So Seizing I was like, yeah, yeah, um, you have a job, like I'm there. Right. So, um, so it enabled a lot more for me because okay. there were a lot of models that weren't willing to like travel and work. Great. So, so this landed you, which is probably on this note, <laughs> landed you the cover of Cosmopolitan in Romania, yeah, is that right? Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that was fun. Um, it was an amazing shoot. Um, and I always meet, like, the most interesting 
people along the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's so, part of that's part of the best part about the travel and stuff. If you're willing to meet people along the way, I think yeah. that's something that you should capitalize on because you have now imprinted um, people and you have all these friends all over the world that you can always go visit, call upon, um, especially in the workplace for you when you travel that much. Um, I don't know how many times you actually in your industry for you, you know, um, meet up with other models in different places or if you see the same cycle of the same people around a lot when you go around. Yeah, so we always, I think like within any career, there's always those girls that you're like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. Right. Or, oh, I love what she's doing. Um, you know, that like inspire us along the way. So, um, you know, like our industry, like entertainment, it's, I feel like it's, it's like a small niche. A niche group, it is. Yeah. Okay, she's being So really everyone nice, kind of knows everyone. Yeah, I think she's being really nice because in my <laughs> modeling days, the 10 years that I did it traveling as well and doing it print and runway all over the world as well, I didn't like anybody. It's all competitive, all the guys. What? You know, I'm just playing with you. I loved all my guy <laughs> friends. They're all amazing. And like, once again, when you meet, when you went to a different spot and you were hoping that they were going to be in the same sh runway show as you or just the same yeah. or doing something with you, that was the camaraderie and the best stuff that I really loved about it as well. So I'm just really happy to have done something, but you're on a whole nother level than I no, am. You know, it's no, been no, a no, long no. time for me. So that's pretty incredible. We're, okay. So you did runway shows. I did runway and print. Uh, I traveled around the world. This is well. I did uh, um, runway shows in Italy, um, England, and then I was in New York a lot as well doing oh, stuff. I so love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the fun and stuff. And your favorite run runway show. Um, for me, it was like, I guess I have to say the Prada show in Italy. Mm. Yeah. That was mm. a great one. Right. I love it. That was my only time in Italy for that one show, by the way. And then I what a great now. show, though. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Wow. It was a good experience. Um, yeah, I love that stuff. But <laughs> wait, it. let me let me see your model look right now. Let's <laughs> see. See that? Oh, you still yeah. got it. Thank you very much. See this coming from, coming from her. It's pretty exciting. All right, so we're gonna move on, and we're gonna because I want to. We have a lot to talk about. We'll come back to the modeling, but so balancing life as a model for you. You're, you're home based in Vegas. Yes. Okay. Born so, and raised. Right. So how do you, how often when you're off, do you feel like Vegas, because it is home, mm -hmm. how often are you home? Not a lot. Right. So I think this month I'm literally home three days out okay. of the entire month. Okay. So I mean like one turnaround is like I literally land and I will probably go home for four hours, grab my other suitcase and I'm on a flight wow. out. I was going to say, and so what do you do within that three days if you're home for the days that you're home? What What is your favorite thing to do? Like, Lay out in my backyard, okay. for sure. Like, I just want to wake up in the morning with no alarm clock. Okay grab my cup of coffee and just lay out in my backyard. Phone on? It has to be on because you need the I mean, calls. No. Okay. So, so that's like one thing that I think is extremely important is if you can limit that first hour, like no phone. Okay. No phone, no social media, no emails. Perfect. Like taking that first hour to compose yourself, visualize, manifest, set your goals, set your intentions for the day. Right. And that's that will set my day and I'm okay. so much more productive than if I fall in, you know, wake up, grab my phone right. and then, you know, I'm checking emails and then all of a sudden I'm on Instagram and then I'm and the like, hours fly by yes. and stressed out. And, and then I'm like, I look back and I'm like, holy crap, I've been literally laying in bed here for like an hour and a half. Okay. So I've, wow. I've just wasted an hour and a half. Okay. So and then I bargain with myself and I'm like, no, you were <laughs> being productive, Jamie, you were, right. But yeah. Right. So you've learned. So because of, you know, like I said, you take the time out for yourself in order for you just to decompress, which is a big importance of a work-life balance. I feel like everyone needs that time to decompress and to take, yes. like she said, time for yourself. Mm -hmm. And your time is being outside in the sun yes. and just sunning and taking time out. Yeah. Um, do you have any animals? Oh, so I have, 
I have a, a pit bull. Okay. But I mean, I like to say he's mine, but really he's not mine. Um, my daughter's dad keeps him. Okay. So, um, yeah, because I travel so much that I would feel awful, like, putting him in a kennel or, like, pet care. So, right. um, I'm I mean, fortunate I enough to... I traveling with a pit bull, like, in a little satchel. I mean... It's, like, it's too big. Shady is, like... He's amazing. Okay. He's, he literally looks like a big black panther and shady. A shady. I like that. Yeah. So if if anyone if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see Shady in my bed. <laughs> he's monstrous. Um, and yeah. So my daughter's dad is um, he's amazing. He, you know, takes care of the dog and has a kennel. And so yeah. Okay. So great. it's like yeah. Four, and your daughter's three, now like um, I noticed oh that you know I'm going to say that because I, I know yeah. Right that one is just recently graduated. Yes. Congratulations. Thank How's you. That? It's so amazing. One out of the um, house. Yeah, but I think she's coming back. Okay. Which I'm kind of excited about. Good I don't you. like I You're not home enough to really know what it's like. So I, she's like I want She's her like back. yeah, but she feels like it's like her house and she has the house to herself. So I Perfect. come home and she'll be like, "Um, can you put that away?" and I'm thinking I fucking live here. Yeah. Like, how about you put it away? <laughs> like I just put my bag on the counter and like mosey around. She's like, "Um, no." Oh, like, so, like you're like the visitor. And, in your and own then home. I'm yeah, yeah, and then I for, I'm like Wait a minute. I think I'm paying the mortgage here. <laughs> <laughs> so how is so. it? So with that being said, we're going to fast forward to that then. How do you, how, back in the day and everything now, how did you balance the time with the children? Because that's Ooh, a tough so, one. Yes. Yeah, so, so now I'm like literally living the dream mm -hmm. because I feel like there's no rules. But right. it, it's like the rules have reversed. So now the girls think that they're the parent. Right. And I'm the child. So they like to set um, like dating parameters. Like I'm not allowed to date anyone under 30. Mm, which we're going to get into your dating life soon. Yeah, too. it was just right. crazy. Yeah. And then I have to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's but reel it back in. But they're your biggest fans. Oh, for sure. And they also sure. know you well. And also <laughs> any guy that comes in this situation, he has yeah. a lot to contend with those three, I'm so sure. So we were very like structured um, being a single mom when they were in like junior high and high school. So there were a lot of jobs that I passed on okay. because clearly like my time at home was more important and right. my kids were always my priority. Priority, so it was really never, um, you know, that was it. Good. So if Good it didn't you. fit with them and my schedule with them, then it was a no-go. Right. Um, I always included them in any trips. So like oh, um, Philippines. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm like a big believer in our kids learn so much more like traveling Agreed. and being in other areas of the world than they ever do sitting in the classroom. So I'm not like a big proponent on public school okay. at all. Well, plus off of that, what I, what going off of what you said, one thing I love about kids being well-traveled and stuff as well is that they, um, you know, they get culture from all walks yes. of life. They yes. learn different things. They, and, and they don't feel so sheltered. Um, they're not so single-minded, you know, they're just, they're, they're more open to experiencing new people. Um, yes. and, and, and quite frankly, they're just not afraid of anything Right. on top of that as well. Yes. So, um, what is your favorite? So with that being said, the Philippines, was that one of the best trips that you had with all of them? Um, so my, my main, um, ammo and firearm sponsor is based out of the Philippines. Okay. So that's their home base. So that's kind of my home away from home. Okay. So um, how often do you feel like, how often are you there? So... Typically, I'm there almost the entire month of November. So okay. I'm always trying to bring the girls. So McKenna joined me oh, last great. year. Um, or not last year, but the year prior. Okay. And yeah, we had an amazing time. And so great. it was fun. Wow, she's juggling. But, See, this is, this is serious juggling. You have three girls, correct? Yes. Yeah, that's some serious yeah. juggling. So three. that's part of the work-life balance that we're trying to discuss here. It's mm -hmm. just like, if you think about it, um, we all get 
caught up in work. It's especially now with the internet and phones and it's easily to just sit there and like you said, be on media all the time getting right. work done. Um, and it's very hard to put it down, but like I, I have problems with putting it down, you know, with I'm, you know, a tennis pro. So for myself, I'm always fielding clients all, all sorts of the day, trying to set up the lessons, making sure that everything's set on at last minute notice when someone cancels, I need to fill in slots. So I try to back off and as much as I can, my girlfriend, you know, she's a doctor. So it's like the little time that we have together, it's that thing where it's like, okay, we both have to sit down and go, we need to put away our social media and really work on being together and spending time together. And there's moments where I know like if I get home and all of a sudden I get in that mode, she goes, hi, look at me. I'm here. I need, I have a little bit of time to spend with you. We need to spend it out. I'm like, Oh yeah, okay. So it's it's changing that mindset all the time, and, yeah. it's, and it's not easy. I love that. I love yeah. that she's willing to you know say that. Right. Like, and okay. if we're busy, we just say, hey, look, we're both in work mode. Let's keep it that way. And yes. We, and we we set date nights and things like that to spend that time together. So important. Right. Which leading into that now, I'm going to get into your date life. <laughs> Wait, now, I have so. to. I have to. Like my my <laughs> business side is coming out. Okay. So you said, um, so you are a tennis coach. That's correct. I have a question. Mm-hmm. When someone cancels, do you charge them? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. good. And I have a 24-hour cancellation policy. Yeah, you have to. Learn this from all your past yes. stuff for being self-employed on top of yes. that. You know, you learn that if someone misses, I don't care what it is about, um, mm-hmm. I charge them. And I let them know yeah. after their first lesson. I go, look, now that you're with me, this is my policy and these are my plans. Because our time is so it's valuable. It's very valuable. Yes. And especially I'm really, really busy out there as well. And mm-hmm. um, when someone cancels on a last-minute notice, I have lots of other pro colleagues that sit there and go, man, you know what? They didn't show up and I didn't charge them. Like that should be a part of your everyday yes, policy. Absolutely. You know? So it's a business and mm-hmm. you treat it as a business. So, I agree. Yeah. I so I do it. that. All right. Now okay. we're going to jump into your, <laughs> to your, so you got, you tried to sidetrack me for a minute there, okay. but I'm back on it people. All, All right, right. So let's get into your dating life now. So you're yes, single. I am single. Okay. So how I want to know, I mean, this God, there's oh. so many dating intelligence episodes I could just compile in this <laughs> one right now, but we'll get more of these as okay. time goes on in the future. Um, so, all right, what's your, what's your guy? What's the type? I don't really have a type. That's good. Yeah. So I feel like you have to challenge me mentally mm-hmm. to, so yeah, there's like hot guys, they'll get my attention, but I think to keep my attention, mm-hmm. you have to stimulate me mentally. You have a list of like, you have like a, um, a list. And by the way, I mean by a list of saying like <laughs> from past dating and this and that, we pick and choose what we see yes. is what we need. In. Or what we think Correct. we need. Because yes. I've gotten into that trap too, where I think I need X, Y, and Z, okay. and then I meet someone and then I'm like okay, that's not as important. Like, right. I love this aspect that they bring to the table. See, I always bring up my strippers. I, I, I mean, I always say that. I just would have held so I got to laugh at her. I always said that the strippers was what I wanted, and I realized they're not really what I wanted. They no. just didn't read all my... They met none of my parameters that I wanted, actually. My, that list was just... Maybe they were, like, good for that one thing. You thought, and once again, it's a thought of X, Y, and Z of what you think, think you want. Think you want, yes. Yes. Now, but yes, but I yeah. found the perfect match for me, so oh, she's amazing. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, is she blonde or brunette? Um, so that's another one. Yes, well, um, so as people know from my show, which is, which is, we'll get more into as well, I only dated blondes, and she was the only brunette that I ever, ever dated. See, girl? And I ended up recycling back to this brunette who's just beautiful and the most amazing one on the face of the earth. So I always knew that brunettes were the way to go, and yeah. I will never look, I mean, yes, I'll look at blondes all the time, don't get me wrong, but I don't think I'm ever going to go down that path. So my brother says, he's like, sis if mm-hmm. you want to get married dye your hair brown i'm like why and he's like i'm gonna tell tell you the truth right. he's like guys want to sleep with blondes they marry brunettes right 
And I'm that, like, that could be a good point. Really? There's, and I, I could go so deep into that one as well. There's so many different reasons on why you think that as well. But it's the first thing that you see in a group of people in a sea of people, the blonde's always going to stick out no matter what. So, but especially stature. I've asked so many guys, mm-hmm. and they say the opposite. Most men, I think, prefer brunettes. And you're saying that they do prefer brunettes. I'm saying? saying they do prefer. Right. Yes, no, they and do. And, I, and I'm not saying that that's yes or no. I just feel that there's someone for everyone. I just feel like that's the blondes true. are always the first thing that you look at because it's like in a sea of people, they're the ones that are going to stick out in the room, I feel like the most. And then eventually you realize that, that maybe that wasn't the right choice. Right. I think guys say that because we always think that they've been out with a lot of crazy brunettes. I mean, blondes. That's probably why they're saying that as well. Okay. And they want okay. to switch to brunettes. So I'm going to do you a do You do yeah. you. You do you. Yeah. <laughs> just, wear, you know, just wear a brunette wig out one time and see what I'm gonna happens. I'm going to see. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I did dye my hair brown. Okay. And then my boyfriend at the time proposed to me. Okay. There you go. Now, if you were out though now, let's say if you were out just for the shit of it out there in yeah. the fun. Blonde you, many guys hit on, right? Yes. Brunette you, what's the per- percentages now at this point? It, it was definitely, I got hit on less, mm-hmm. but I feel like it was a better quality Yes, and that's, a, that's a good sign then. So, so maybe he's right. Maybe your brother's on to something. Yeah. Okay. All right, bro. I don't know. I think, know. Uh, what do brother you guys was think? right on that one. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Okay, so with now, um, okay. last date, last big relationship. Ooh, Let's start with so, relationship first, then we'll go okay. on date after that. When was your last was, date? Was, um, do you know my ex? No. No? Mm-mm. Oh, you didn't look him up or anything? No, I did not. <laughs> yeah, I, I see, I want to save all the good stuff for the show, Jamie. I don't want to, like, know everything, because uh, then I would okay, be surprised. Okay, so, yeah, my ex is um, actor um, Taylor John Smith. Okay. Who is an amazing um, person. Um, he's hot, too, girls. Super talented. Um, But yeah, so we dated for about three years, and then um, we broke up mid-quarantine. Amicably? Yes. That's good. Well, I mean, like in the beginning, of course, you know, we unfollowed each other. Okay. All right. um, You know, we didn't talk, but then, you know, a few months passed, so... And then, yeah, the it was dust good. Yeah. And, like and he's like, realize. let's, um, you know, I want to see you. Let's do, like, you know, a little closure. So okay. I was like, okay. So, and yeah. And now we're, like, cool. and Good. So the yeah, closure became closure? Like, it was real closure? Were there any, were there any sparks oh, again? Oh, I mean, so it's kind of crazy because nothing bad happened one way or the other. Um, for me, it was, when I first met him, mm-hmm. he's so mature and amazing i had no idea how like old how he was that. he's so mature like well because <laughs> it's so bad but so this is this is the reason why my kids gave me shit like they're like mom no one under 30 right so when i met taylor he was i don't know like 21 or 22 okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so but i didn't know i didn't know that he was that young until his mom told me. Okay. So we had already been dating like a while. And oh, there's so many questions I want to go in there, but continue oh. story. Go so ahead. yeah, so then his mom was like, you know, this is exactly what she said. You know, Jamie, Taylor's really like like a 40-year-old man. And then I look I was like, wait, what? Like what is she talking right, about? Right. And then she was like, he's very mature for his age. You know, he had he took on a lot, very young, and and so then of course it sparked the question, like how old yeah. is Taylor? Right. And 
she looked at me like, how, you've been dating my son for how many months? And how do you not know how old he is? Because it's not something that you typically talk about. You I don't mean, go on a date and right. say, hey, how old are you? Right. I and mean, that's why there's a taboo with women. But I didn't know women did it with guys as well, though. You know, there's always a table. Well, how, I was like, I don't know. I don't want to ask her right now. I'll ask her somewhere down the road. But, yeah. you know, with guys, do you girls do that with guys as well sometimes? I mean, so I've been on, I, I'm embarrassed. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm on a date with, like, someone that I think might be older, I'm embarrassed to ask okay. because I don't ever want to offend anyone of course, and be right. like, hey, how old are you? Yeah, you need your daughters I, to be in there now I, and just answer <laughs> all these hard questions for you. Yeah, get the girls to do it for you I now. Feel like, I feel like our age doesn't matter. It's like our spirit. Right. So either you connect or you don't. I agree with that. So I don't, I don't need to know the number. Um, and so for him, that was like a prime example is... You know, the number didn't matter. Right. But and he matched up to the maturity level he of did. what you said. Like, I brought him all, like, we traveled all over the world. Okay. And we were such a great team because, believe it or not, I'm not that super social. Like, I have a little, like, social anxiety. Okay. And he is, like, on it. So he worked that room. And I was, like, it just made me, I was, like, wow. Like, Perfect. He, he was, like, so much more sexy <laughs> for that. I was, That's like, great. he's, so he was definitely, like, my okay. wingman. man. All right. Okay. So. But uh, if I would have asked him early on, yeah. like first date, like, hey, how old are you? And he's like 21. I would have been like, Psh, yeah, I'm out of here. I feel like that throws it off I would have felt sure. like, No, ew. you make a very good point right there because so, it, now he's, now he's, you've already put a, um, a like a, like an X on him for that reason right yeah. there. Now he's trying to go an uphill battle now, but you just let him be. And I think that's great. I did let yeah. him be. But then over time, it, it became an issue for me. Okay. So I was almost, I. I became like, like insecure in a sense. Like, like I'm with such a great guy. Like I have my kids. Like I was married. Like he, he's so amazing. And I love him so much that I'm like, he deserves all those things. Right. So, and he, you don't want to take that away. Yeah. Yeah. And then he would say, it's not your choice to make. Like I, right now I don't want to have kids. Like I, I want a life with you. Right. That's, those, so, are, those are big questions that I'm sure what you guys have all talked about as well and yeah. things like that. But that's why the communication is key, people. You yes. need to communicate. So, um, all right. So after post-breakup, which I'm sorry, sounds so amazing, but yet it's a breakup. <laughs> but you guys are still friends though, right? Yeah, still yeah we're okay. great friends. Okay, yeah. good. Um, okay, so since then, I know it's been very hard um, through pandemic time, but... How is dating through the pandemic for you? I mean, is, is there anything out there or you just focus straightly on work now? And these are the balances yeah, I mean, that I want to know. Like you have to, if you work that much and through these times of the, of the pandemic people, it is very hard to have dating and social life because it was virtually impossible to do that. So how did you so supplement that side of it? A few of my girlfriends were doing virtual dates, which I thought was a little like awkward and mm-hmm. weird. Um, so I'm like, you just set up a FaceTime and eat dinner. And they're like, yeah. And we have conversation. <laughs> I'm like, that's so weird. But then I'm also like a little more old fashioned in the sense that I don't want to do like the dating app. So okay. I've never been on like Tinder, Bumble, like Good anything like that. Um, yeah. so okay. I want to meet someone like in person. So and was then... it through recommendations then now at this point in time? Oh, man. Or... So yeah, it's, Do you have a Rolodex of guys that I say, mean, okay, here's the Rolodex of past guys that I, I think, might give a chance? I think, to be honest with you, like Taylor, mm-hmm. I met him because he like slid in my DM on Instagram. Okay. So like a few people have and then, or we've met through work right. or like mutual friends. Which is totally fine because it's yeah. just like if you're, if that's where your work-life balance is with work, of course you're going to find people through those avenues, which yeah. I feel happens to a lot of people. Um, 
because you don't have the time when you're jet setting everywhere. And if you're going to go off somewhere and you're in, you know, like you said, the Philippines for only like three days, for instance, you're, you don't have time to really form any sort of bond right. unless you know you're coming back through there uh, like often. Right. So, and then it's just so, so far away that, I mean, I right. don't know. Like, right. I mean, so he was in L.A. and I'm Vegas, so the long distance for us worked. Right, we, and which um, isn't too far away. But, I mean, so now I'm, like, kind of, you know, yeah, I don't know. Okay, all right. I don't know. Okay, well, to be continued on that one, guys, yeah, to be we'll continued. <laughs> so we are now going to get into, I want to know about now. So you're on a competitive gun team. Yes. Now, this woman wields a gun, people. Yes. I don't know how many guys secure at that, but I know I'm standing behind her and every door I walk in, so I'm behind you. Okay. You lead. I, like I normally it. like to lead, but yeah. in this instance, you take the no, front and yeah. I'll just I'll walk behind you very cautiously. Um, so, but I want to know, how, how did you get started in this? Um, how long have you been on competing competitively and how does, how does this work into your balance of life So, now? okay, so the competitive shooting came into play um, kind of through modeling. I got cast for a show. Great. I didn't end up doing the show, but I fell in love with the sport. Great. So I trained with a lot of um, the special forces and, and started in the oh, that's amazing. tactical um, world. And then I met... I feel like everyone knows my story. Kind it's okay. Of. But, um, so then I met J.J. Rakaza, who's world champion shooter great and i was through, like through this whole system so of- after okay so while i was trying out for the show they were like you're awful and you suck <laughs> and <laughs> like, but you have your license to yeah. shoot now like yes, yeah i do have my ccw <laughs> but basically they were just like you're horrible you're never going to be good just quit while you're ahead <laughs> like okay wow they really made then, you feel special yeah. So, but for me, it was like such motivation. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, you know, I left there feeling like shitty a lot and the girls would be like, are you okay? I feel so bad. They're so mean right. to you. And, um, I would be like, no, I'm fine. And then I'd call my dad and I'm like, dad, I really suck. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it, that motivated me to be like, no, I, I can pick this up and, and I can do well. Okay. And then that's when I met JJ and I'm like, can you help me get accurate? And he was like, yeah, let's nice. do it. Was it also um, in that point in time, like an outlet for you as well? Like, you know, like a hobby, but more of an outlet. Like, wow, this is something that everyone needs that know, outlet. Yeah. For me, it, it wasn't an outlet. It was something that I, but so many people find, like, I've met so many, mm-hmm. um, like, doctors, lawyers, that, that that is their outlet. Right. Like, they get on the range, and that's where they, like, that that's their thing. Right. Um, for me, I think, it, you know, I'm a competitive by nature, so someone telling me that I couldn't do something was motivation okay. for me. Which is why you're on a competitive gun team as well, because so, it became not a hobby. It's more like a, like a, I, it's a I guess sport. it's a sport, right? It is yeah. a sport. Yeah. Okay. So um, shooting is, it's actually an Olympic sport. I mean, I'm not shooting shotgun, but I, I do train with Joe Farewell. That's who's amazing. Like amazing three gunner. Okay. Um, so I feel like anyone... Anyone can start and anyone can do it. So How often do you practice again, your craft when you do this? Every day. Okay. Every, so I'm dry firing, mm-hmm. you know, when I can travel with my firearm, um, 10 minutes a day. Okay. Not, I, like, so last month, that was, like, my goal. So I set 
monthly, like my monthly goals. And last month it was like 10 minutes every single That's day. That's amazing. No quitting on the dry fire. And then if like I was in the Bahamas for two days out of that month which, where I couldn't actually dry fire, but you visualize. Okay. So it's like any sport you have to continuously work on your yes, craft, like you anything do. else. And if mm-hmm. not, like you just that little bit off. Could if make you don't the use between. it, you lose it. Okay. Shooting is such a perishable skill. So it's so important to practice and you don't necessarily have to you know, be shooting rounds okay. at the range. And where is this taking you? Like, where's, like, you've traveled and done things, and, like, how how, yes. how do you have you done so far, competitively? Um, oh, my gosh, I lose all the time. <laughs> so I'm not, like, winning. <laughs> but I've built, like, a huge fan base, so I feel like there's so many people that come watch me okay. um, because I don't fit the mold. <laughs> so I think it, like, inspires right. um, people. But so I always, you know, like, my team... Sometimes I'll end up on the super squad. So if you guys don't know what the super squad is, it's literally out of hundreds of people, it's like the top like eight shooters. So okay. everyone comes to watch these eight, ten, you know, however many people shoot because they're the best from all over the world. In the world. Wow. And so I you... end up on the super squad <laughs> only because <laughs> my, my trainer is the best in the world. Do we really hate that we sometimes so... are just because of how we, like, let's say it, just say it, how we <laughs> look. You know, we use that. We always use that as a plus. I mean, there's one thing that I can always say. is like never, always take advantage of what you have. Uh, any asset that you have, always take advantage of that. Never, ever feel sorry for that. And you have these amazing opportunities to actually be on the yeah. super squad of a gun team so, at the top in the world. Oh, okay. So it gets better. So I'm shooting. Okay. This is like my first major match overseas. I think I'm in the Philippines. It's a level five match. So it's comparable to like a world shoot. Wow. So... My trainer gets up there and he freaking kills it, blasts through everything. And I'm like, and there's a crowd of people, there's cameras. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm next. I have to go after that. So I feel like everyone's so excited. And so when he's shooting, it's like, da-da, da-da, da-da. And then I get up and it's like, (laughs) da-da. Well, but nerves come into play and things like that as well. where the like, hell did you know, she come from? And why, she, is, she, why is she is, on the super is squad? Is punking us right now? <laughs> What's going on over here? But it was, so, yeah, it was, I feel like it made it okay for people okay. to not be like, okay. So it was, it ended up being a good thing. Like, I scared the freaking panties off me, but. <laughs> but you've gotten better and you've gotten over that, I'm sure. Yes, right, I have. Right. I mean, I'm still nervous, like, with okay. anyone. Well, any competitive thing, yes. you, you know, the nerves actually, hopefully. It, it's good. Exactly. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so now I just don't worry about everyone else, and I'm just trying to shoot and not miss. Okay. So <laughs> where does that put you? So on your list of things yes. and your work-life balance, what, give me your ordering. What do you think your order is? And what is the gun, like, mauling, you know, family? Shay, Shady, your dog. I mean, because Shady needs some love too, I by the way. You got to love Shady because Shady's like, where's mama? I need some time. Yeah. Everybody needs that. So like you have this cyclic thing going on here. And are, are you, are you, do you keep it all in, do you feel like it revolves quite smoothly for the most part? I feel like it does. Okay, so good. I, um, there's a lot of times when I feel like overwhelmed, like there's so much, um, and some days I wake up and I don't, I'm like, okay, who am I today? Like, right. am I running my bow business? Am I a shooter today? Am I a mom? Every day I'm a mom. But it's like, what am I doing right. today? Who am I? Um, but I, I've learned to get rid of expectation and kind of like give it to God and just trust okay. in the process. That's great. So I have to wake up and just do the best I can every day and right. kind of let it flow. That's a great saying right there. Like you, like she said, it's like what she just said right now, you just have to sometimes just, the expectations are the ones I feel that yes. put us into that stress ball. It yes. puts us into that. 
um, that fear or whatever it is. And so, and off that, which is a funny thing I just yeah. thought about. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Okay. So I what, so people, if you, if you've ever waited tables, that for me, I feel like, and you've managed quite well in your life, by the way, your time management of waiting tables will set you for life. If you can manage more than like five or six tables at a time without going in the weeds and all you servers out there in the world know what I'm talking about. You know, if you can manage that, I feel like you can manage your time doing anything. Okay. That's, and that to me is the setting up of a work-life balance from there. It's the yeah. easiest way that I say, if you really want to learn <laughs> work-life balance, wait tables. Because if you get it down right and you feel like you're running everything smoothly, you'll probably run everything else in your life pretty but smooth. But it, it, it doesn't run smoothly all the time. Not no all the time. No matter how hard we try. Exactly, that's very or true. Or how good we think that we are. There's always, there's there's always, always a kink or yes. something or a or slip up or something. I get that. So I think learning to redirect and letting go of expectations is key. Right. And, and, you, and the faster you learn how to redirect, that's that's you, once again, letting things go and just saying, look, yes. this was, I can't go down this path. Let me just take this one at ease. Don't stress out about right. it. And it, that's, it works really well that So I, I always tell my girls to, as a business owner, what do I look for? Mm-hmm. For me, it's problem solvers. Okay. Someone that can redirect, like you have an issue that they can figure it out, redirect and get back on track. Can you spot that right away? with someone mm. in your, in your um, businesses? I think I can okay, because it's, it's the little things. Like well, if plus you, you look for it as well, like you said. So that's going to be like this like pronounced thing that you're, that's just amplifying. Right. And you'll notice it right away, I feel yeah. like. So that's So great. if you were like, hey, go get me um, a cup of water. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, where are the cups? Where are the, yeah. you know what I mean? You, you how about you just, right. how about you just open the cabinet and find, <laughs> find out where Be the cups proactive. are? Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Someone exactly. that can figure it out and get it done. I love that. That's so. good. All right. Yeah. All right. So we are going <laughs> to stop there, my dear. And I'm okay. so happy to have you on the show. We're going to plug a bunch of stuff, but I, yeah. at the end of every episode, I always okay. have questions that I want, uh, that I answer from. Um, someone out there that has something to do with the title and subject that we're on. So I'm going to let you answer this first. So I'm going to read the question at hand and we're going to go from there. Do I get a pass? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) If you you think it's like, yeah, but then I'm going to pass it right back to you. So you actually caught me off guard with that one. I was like, that means I have to answer it. Okay. So by the way, guys, thank you so much for always sitting in your questions and we have tons of them coming in and I I picked something that's close to the subject at hand. Um, So this is the question for the day. Hi, Christopher. Just wanted to say, love the podcast and wish you had an episode that came out every day. Your content is always on point and love the humor. Thank you. Love that. Thank you very much. So here's my question. I'm a nurse that works mainly night shifts and my boyfriend works days. We barely pass each other in the mornings. As I'm, and as I'm walking in, he's walking out and we have no more than an hour of time together four days a week. On the other days, I try to get as much of my chores and daily life duties done before he gets home. I feel our routine can get monotonous. How do I change it up to keep the fire burning? Signed, running in circles. All right, I'm going to leave this one for you. So she's a nurse. She's busy. They, it sounds like they only get about four days out of the week. They're just only an hour passing. I have He's, more questions, though. I know. There's always a lot more questions. Like, I mean, why, if it's an issue now, was it an issue in the beginning? Like, would be my question. And I'm... So she wants to spice it up? I feel like she's probably just asking, you know, if, 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 if I'm sure that they have those three days out of the seven that yeah. they have time to do stuff. Um, she just wants to probably ask and make sure she's doing, if she's doing it right, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with that limited amount of time, you figure that they have a relationship where it's just what it is now. And so it, it, I'm sure it does get monotonous. So I guess she's just asking, 
you know, how do I spice it up and how do you change it up? And what do you, you may, think? I think that you just basically, you know, yes, we do have our everyday life. Like if you're that busy, you need the time for your chores. You need time for your life yes. stuff. You need time to decompress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hopefully you and your partner understand that. And But you, a lot of dates, a lot of date nights. A lot of Netflix and chills. I don't care what you do. A lot of sex. That's for damn sure. You yeah. know, that's Or this ship is sailing. I can tell you that much <laughs> for sure. So lots of that for sure. But just also making sure, and I'm going to go from your side first, running in circles, making sure that he, you're making him feel special, first of all. Yes. And, and, if, and by the way, vice versa, he needs to make sure that he's making you feel special because your ass is working the night shift and just as busy as he is. And so there needs to be, um, I, I guess, uh, an even ground here where you guys are doing it for each other. I feel like we always, you get what you give. So if she is like loving on him like crazy and making right. him feel super special, typically that's going to come full circle. So, um, that's a good answer. So I feel like, you know, take him on a date, like take him to the park, like read to him, give him a massage, like let him come home and be like sexed up in some lingerie, see, like surprise see, these him. These are great answers. Have like dinner and then like be in his tie and right. like some see, and sexy what she just shoes. Said, guys, are, we're easy ladies. We are so easy. Just like she just said, just, just walking in and just like she said, some lingerie. I mean, we're set for the, like about a good month because we have that <laughs> mental picture now for a month. And then we're easy like yeah. that. So, like, send them something sexy yeah. at work. Agreed. Yeah. And be like, get home. You babe. could be the worst cook on the face of the earth. I mean, like she said, just just do something that you feel that he will enjoy, and make sure like he's stepping up to the game as well and doing what I you feel need like for he you. will though. Like, Good. if she's giving, agreed. Then he is going to be like, oh shit, how can if if he genuinely loves her and cares about her, mm-hmm. he's going to be like, oh, what can I give my girl? I think that's a fantastic right? answer. See, you answered it. You didn't even yeah. need to take a pass. Oh, okay. You answered it <laughs> perfectly. All right, guys, that is our episode. Jamie, thank you so much for yes. being my guest and host today. You were amazing. <laughs> um, all right, so I want you to anything for you to plug right now. Anything that you want to tell the people out there oh, what's going on with you at this moment in time? Yeah, at this moment in time, I am a huge supporter of Innocent Armor. So check them out if you haven't heard of Innocent Armor. They are an amazing company. Um, Website? It is www.innocentarmor.com. Okay. Um, fashionable clothing that's actually bullet resistant for all the moms and parents. They have um, backpacks as well. So for you mean I don't have to hide behind you? Safe. You don't. You, you don't. Carrying. I mean, they have, um, you know, the jackets. That's great. Jean jackets, okay. leather jackets. Okay. But the backpacks are, are my favorite. That's fantastic. Okay. And let them know where they can find you. What's you can your find so- me media? at Jamie underscore Villamore on Instagram. That's right now. It's my only form of social media. I think that's probably enough. Yeah. They'll all be flocking at this point in time. <laughs> so, all right, guys, that's another episode. And you know, myself, you can reach me at Christopher at dating intelligence.com and all mm-hmm. social media under dating intelligence. So thank you so much. And that was amazing. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy Thank you here. so much for having me. All right. All right, guys, that's our show for today. And mm-hmm. I'll, we'll see you soon.